You're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. This is Claire. This is episode 141. 141. 141. 14.1. 16.3. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I'm just, I have open brain right now. Yeah, so like everything brain. is just all meshing together. How are you, Claire? I'm great, Joy. This week we have a special guest on the show. Super special. Alyssa Shower. Did I say it right? You Alyssa did. Shower. Hi, Hi. How are you guys? I met <laughs> Alyssa at our level one. Yep. You right? did? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little known fact. And I actually creepily said hi to you guys a really long time ago at, it was the Benchmark Brawl in like oh, 2000 hey, whatever. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, hi, I listen to your guys' podcast. And then, I do not yep. remember that. I remember the, then I remember that uh, competition. Mm-hmm. That vaguely. I'd like to remember. I did like, yeah, I would like to forget that competition. <laughs> that was so long ago. That was so long yeah, ago. Yeah, it was like three, the good old days. three years ago. Almost, probably. Yeah, because yeah, it yeah. would have been like when we, are, when we first started the podcast, like that fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, nice Creepy. to meet you again. Yeah. <laughs> nice to have you back. <laughs> Creepy. This episode is sponsored by Kalo, makers of the silicone wedding rings. We all have our Kalo rings on. We're all Kalo like rings. holding up our hands. The Captain Planet. You, yeah, Captain the, Planet. Yeah. But you can't see. <laughs> Q- Q-A-L-O dot com. Q-A-L-O dot com. Support the podcast by supporting Kalo. You can get your silicone wedding ring. You can get them engraved. You can get your BFF ring. You can get your ring for your partner. You, you can get surprise your really them. Comfy t-shirt. Your comfy t-shirt and uh, enter code GGW for fifteen percent off your order, and that lets them know that we sent you. So support the podcast by supporting Kalo. And so Alyssa is also here to talk about the FedEx. We mentioned them a few weeks ago. TheFedEx.com. We can talk a little bit about how you got involved in them and also the things that they offer. But they offered this really awesome Girls Gone Wad customizable box with all our favorite things in it. And that's um, new from the last time that we talked about them. Yes. So mm-hmm. If you, a couple of you guys posted pictures that you went on and got a box and loved it. So go back and get our box. And it's yeah. like full of things that we handpicked, but then also you can customize your own additions yes. or swap things out. Everything so thing, is customizable. Yeah. So our box has like perfect bars, natural calm sample, a couple different types of protein, um, a some coffee yeah we put in there all sorts of good stuff. all sorts of good stuff so it's almost like you're sitting around with us just eating our snacks it's yes. great like everyone eats snacks together with us yes but it's really <laughs> it's really awesome because it's convenient customizable you can find your favorite brands but you can also discover new brands so there's so much out there that's on the market of like what to take and what you like what you don't yeah. like so this is a great way to try new things and be like you don't have to buy this huge tub of protein powder and then you're like oh i don't like it so it's the feedx.com and you can enter code ggw at check out and that will get you a discount off your order and please remember to check out the ggw feed box so Alyssa, tell us a little bit about how you got involved in the feed x kind of so far like what you like about it um yeah so i actually met brian he's the ceo and founder of the feed which is the endurance side of the feed x it started as an endurance um site and super popular based in boulder obviously for all many the, reasons endurance <laughs> yeah <are there. laughs> yep And then Brian got really into CrossFit and kind of wanted to break into that market and be able to help athletes out with nutrition um, in that market. So he approached me and um, thought that I would be a great person to work with just kind of as consulting. And Did you guys work out together? Yep. Yeah. And he was, it's funny because he was a typical ex-endurance athlete too, super skeptical about crossfit you know it's not going to be a good workout it's yeah. not going to be enough because i love I, when people I have work that. Out five hours a day yes. oh my gosh i have a friend who's a uh, iron man he's done a couple uh-huh. iron mans and he te- he like facebook me he was like so i want to try crossfit but it's only an hour a yep. day and I, he's like i usually work out like three or four hours yep. i was like well i don't know what to tell you yeah <laughs> exactly time to change your mind around that yeah so it is kind of interesting to see people when they change yeah. their mind about that 
But yeah, so I do a lot of consulting stuff for them, help them out with their social media. And like you guys, I love snacks as well. So it's, <laughs> it was, it's great that you can yeah get anything you guys want, try different products because there's so many different things out there. Um, so it's just kind of a fun way to sample things as well. Yeah. Wow. And just a reminder, that's 15% off to Girls Gone Wild listeners by entering that code. Um, we also wanted to bring Alyssa on the podcast today to just talk about CrossFit and talk about your journey because you're you're really up there in the in the open. Trying, trying. So okay. so it's so let's 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 do something we haven't done in a long time. Is um, I wish we had music. It's I know, like, right? Like we church get music. Dre will provide CrossFit. the music as always. Oh, I'm gonna start looking. Yeah, uh, your CrossFit no, testimony. I'm with your voice. Oh, okay. I feel like Ariel. <laughs> go that's great <laughs> all right anyway and crossfit testimonials so let's talk about that how did you get into crossfit where you're at with it now how you got to be such a badass huh. well i don't know badass <laughs> but um so all growing up in in college i participated in sports i was on the ultimate frisbee team where at boulder from? amazing I'm from littleton colorado okay. so okay. super close and then i was also on the triathlon team at cu so i always had this team atmosphere and this competitive um, nature to me and then when I got out of college did the 24-hour fitness every day oh, um, yeah totally you know. like working it out on the elliptical <laughs> yeah it was great I would go yeah. forwards and then you would go backwards, backwards yeah, totally backwards like different muscle groups <laughs> and so I just kind of got really bored with that yeah you know everyone's headphones in no one can't imagine why everyone judges each other too silently yes. like i don't know if you guys Lots of like judging. it's so weird mm-hmm. especially the bolder ones I feel yes like. it's awful um and so my boyfriend at the time now fiance um hey. he was pretty bored with 24-hour fitness too so we were like let's try this crossfit thing um so we signed up for the very first base camp at crossfit sanitas in boulder mm-hmm. um and it was kind of funny because they we're building their new location. And so our first class was in an old gymboree. I don't know if you guys know what those are. Yeah. I, so totally. Yeah, there's carpet, exactly clowns on the wall. That is, oh, even. that is so yep, bizarre. By Mama Hood across from Sprouts. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. That's so me. I went to a birthday party at the gymboree yeah. when I was yeah. six. Wow. <laughs> when I was six. Full Great circle. spot. Great spot. <laughs> so it was kind of a weird intro to CrossFit being yeah. in that scenario, that setting. Um, but we were hooked right away. So, and it was funny. We met the owner. He was actually in that first workout too. So it was kind of cool getting introduced to them early on. And ever since then, I kind of fell in love with it. Yeah. Yeah. What did you love about it? Was it just like something that was totally different in the community and everything that kind of goes along with CrossFit? Yeah, it was definitely all that. Um, you can't beat the community. It's my social hour, my family. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, you get it done in an hour, especially coming from endurance sports. Joy, I know you did a lot of that. It's Mm -hmm cutting out you know three hours of your day it's not realistic and yeah. to get it all done in an hour and yeah claire with a kid you're like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's all you guys have so it's yeah it's great yeah and, and under no circumstance that i spend three hours working nope. out in a day anyway <laughs> yeah it's like it's crazy how you have to shift the mentality though of like you're still getting a good workout exactly right. that took right. me a long time me too to especially through. the seven minute workouts yeah. where i'm like i but really like all I need is seven minutes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. I should and go to the elliptical after this. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna jog home. Uh, so I and I know that we talked a little bit over email about some of the talk topics we wanted to discuss today, and one of them mm-hmm. is eating disorders and yep. how CrossFit he- helps people understand their body and treat food as fuel. And yep. Do you want to talk a little bit about your journey with that and how CrossFit has helped? Um, yeah. So I kind of started struggling with 
uh, disordered eating in high school. Um, and I guess it would be a form of exercise anorexia where I would, you know, work out all the time to negate what I ate and kind of got into this weird mindset in high school. Um, and then going off into college, you know, especially at CU where you're surrounded by all sorts of beautiful people. Yep. Beautiful Mm -hmm. people and sororities Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. It just doesn't really help if you're already in a poor mindset and then being in on with endurance sports, I just kind of went on a downward spiral into full on bulimia, um, and struggled with that for about two and a half years while I was on the triathlon team. Oh, wow. And it's, it's weird with endurance sports. It's, you don't really talk about weight and body image it's kind of a hush hush subject when i started doing crossfit i was it's interesting because people talk more openly about food and about you know nutrition and body and stuff like that and they're a lot more they embrace you more all body types yeah yeah. um so it was just really interesting to be in that environment and have people judge you based on what you could do more so than how you looked and if you were at your race weight and all this stuff so it was just really awesome to, you know, meet people that had struggled with it too and CrossFit kind of helped them get over get over that. And I see that now a lot of athletes, top tier athletes are like, yeah, I had an eating disorder, you know, too yeah. and stuff like that. And I feel like especially in, in a really like endurance mm-hmm. sport-based community like Boulder is, a lot of people and like, you know, a lot of friends I had in high school, a lot of friends I had in college, not a lot, but several friends I had in college used endurance sports sort of as a mask yep. for yes. a disorder. Totally. So it was like, well, totally. I have to go train for four right. hours because I have this race coming up. Right. But yeah, but they weren't feeling themselves and really they were yeah. using it as like a way to... As an excuse yeah. almost. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. As a way to yeah. kind of cover up when right. they were, yeah. Which probably is why a lot of people didn't talk about it. Exactly. And like, because it's like, oh, well, I'm training for the triathlon team. Like, yep. this is what we do. And so yeah. that exercise bulimia really is a full, like, it's it's a real thing with yep. people like, oh, but that's just what we do. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I think it was hard too. Our, our coach, he was great. He, I think he knew a lot of the girls on the team struggled with it. Um, and he was always really aware of it and tried to help people out. But I mean, once you're in that mindset, there's yeah. not really... It's hard for right the best intentions are help. not gonna mm-hmm. yeah. As far as just kind of moving past that, what mm-hmm. was the what was the turning point? Did you I mean, did you get professional help? Mm-hmm. Was it something that you really had to work hard at like phasing out of? Was right. it because you stopped doing endurance training? What was the transition for you? Um so it was a little bit of a little bit of both. Um I never actually went somewhere specifically to get help. I was more of the type that I still didn't want to admit that mm-hmm. this was a problem. So, you know, I would read books, like go do stuff on my totally. own. Um, and I think one of the biggest turning points though was when I was actually at the dentist and oh. like, I take really good care of my teeth usually. And mm-hmm. I remember going there and I had one of my back molars that was completely dead and he, I had to get a crown and everything put in and I was in my head. I was like, he knows, he knows exactly yeah. what this is from, you know? And, at that point, I was like, I don't want to have to tell anyone why this is. Like, I don't want to do this to myself. Right. And I had had friends suffer from it, too, and thought that they were, you know, what was wrong with them. And then I was doing the exact same thing. So right. That's so interesting. That's not the first time I've heard of somebody who mm-hmm. was struggling with bulimia and, like, the turning point for them was at the dentist. Yeah. It's... Of realizing, like, wow, really? this is affecting mm-hmm. my body in ways that I'm not... That's interesting. Really, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, it this was is making lo- this is causing long term damage that I can't explain away anymore. Exactly. Yeah, and I didn't. I was just imagining having to tell my parents, you know, like why I right. why I went to the dentist and had to get a crown and all this stuff, and so it was just kind of like I really need to stop doing this. Um, so were you were able to on your own kind of turn it around? 
Yeah, it took a long time. Um, and actually, my fiance now, he struggled with disordered eating as well when he mm-hmm. was he was a really good triathlete at Berkeley. And he so he kind of went through this whole thing years before he even met me. So he was like, I see so much of myself in you. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of able to kind of help me out and, you know, be like, it's, yeah. it's okay to eat this certain food or, you know, don't, you know, you don't need to throw up like, yeah, after you eat it, like, right. it's fine, it's fuel, right. you know, so mm-hmm. he kind of really helped with my a healthy relationship with food. So that's, it was awesome that he was able to do that. Yeah, totally. So how's it now for you in the CrossFit community of being in a world where you're like, oh, well, this is all, this is all good for me mm-hmm. instead of like using workouts as a punishment? It's it's awesome. I mean, it's great to be able to, I mean, not really think about food as something negative and yeah. more just as fuel because, I mean, you guys both do WAG and I just mm-hmm. started a couple weeks ago and I love it. Yeah. And it's just cool to be able to see what your body can do um, and not really worry about you know, everything, everything else, like how it looks, or it's just more about, you know, I PR today, even if it's two pounds or, you know, and not looking at the scale sort of things. Or just even just knowing like, okay, my body is getting what it needs. Right. And it's capable of doing that. I don't have all these other side effects going on and stuff. And you're a coach now, full-time coach. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I know you, yeah. Yeah. And I know we did our level one together. Were you the one that did the, like the uh, squat challenge? Yes. Oh, it was awful. So they had like a... (laughs) Oh, I don't even remember how they how we did it. It was almost like they pulled everyone aside. That, oh, I think it was we did a wad together, and mm-hmm. then they took the top people that finished oh, fastest right. in the wad, right. and then they had them do like an air squat, air squat off. Oh, yeah, it was like an air squat off, and it was like you and this other guy, and just she as totally many as you could do just as many as you could do in like thirty think, seconds yeah, or it was, something. Yeah. Oh. It was not fun. I think it was like a hundred for time yeah, or something. It was something ridiculous. And she totally s- schooled him. <laughs> it was really hard. Yeah. <laughs> it was not enjoyable, but yeah. I was, the competitiveness yeah. in me was like, I you're can't like, let this guy be like, me. Yeah. She was, and <laughs> we're like, yeah, oh my gosh, that's girl power. Um, so since then, you've obviously been coaching. So what mm-hmm. made you decide to do the full-time coaching? Yeah. Um, so I've always been someone that loves walking around and being on my feet and talking to people mm. um i think that comes from being a waitress for six years oh wow and <laughs> where yeah, were you a long waitress? time um so about four different places i was at red robin for four years Heck nice. yeah you were yeah i was the bird once as well it's awesome yes. not enjoyable Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> yeah and then i was at uh, bramble and hare it's a small little place on pearl street it's owned by the black cat bistro okay oh sure that. Okay. yeah and then bj's and California Pete's Kitchen. I always think that if you work in like food service, mm-hmm. you are like set for life with uh, any type of skill that you oh, need. Oh gosh, yeah. I think it's like, and I never so worked in food service, so I'm always like, dang <laughs> yeah. it, I wish I would have done that. Yeah, because it just it's I, fun. I feel like it prepares you for life with everything. It does. It totally does. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. then I I went into um, advertising and had a full time job with a firm in Boulder, and I just missed that you know, kind of that freedom of your day and being yeah. able to walk around and talk to yeah. people. Granted, advertising is very, it's yeah, a very fun culture um, in and of itself, but I just missed that that fitness side of my life sure. a little bit. Um, so I started actually coaching in the morning and at night while I was still working full-time and just finally had the opportunity to transition full-time into coaching. We had a couple other coaches leave, so it was Nice. It was good timing, yeah. Yeah. It was great. Did you start out with in CrossFit just like being really good at it? Like no. how so what's your learning curve? Yeah. Like, honestly now what you're probably like in the top 
50, 40? I think, I think in the last region. week I was 38, but I don't know how that's going to hold up. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> that's a huge jump. I mean, yeah. I don't know where you stood last year, but it's like, so yeah. talk about your learning, cur- not learning curve, your right. performance curve. I should right. Say. Um, so it's funny, the one of our, um, I guess you call him gym manager. He always uses me as an, an example for people that come in because a lot of people, you know, I'm sure you guys get this all the time. They're like, I have to be fit before I yes. start CrossFit. Yeah. I'm like, no, no. Like, that's what CrossFit's for. Right. So get you fit. Um, but I always tell people when I started CrossFit, I couldn't do a pull-up with a green band. Like, I couldn't even do an assisted yeah. pull-up with that. And so... I mean, I always tell people it's just consistency. Like you can you can get better if you just put in the time and the effort and yeah. you know, just work consistently at what you're not good at. And I guess I always had that athletic background so i think that definitely helps and yeah. college sure. sports that helps um, but it is interesting like i feel like because we also had like steph from super dc paleo her mm-hmm. background was yeah. um competitive mountain biking right yeah and she couldn't even do a box jump right and so like you think about people coming from endurance backgrounds and you're like oh they're gonna have such an easy time but it's right. like your muscles are so speci- <laughs> like specifically developed to do like this one thing yeah. for four hours right yeah. it's not developed to do all these different t- like skills exactly yeah and i think people like that too it's once they do start to expose their muscles to that, they probably do adapt quicker than sure. other people that haven't. Um, so I think in that sense, I probably picked up on stuff a little easier than people. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a lot of right. hard It's work. not like you walked yeah. in and did a muscle up on your no. first day. Oh, right. gosh, no. And there's people that do that. And I'm like, good for you. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Good for you. Why are you I hate here? you. Yeah. But good, good job. Good Don't look at me. Not fair. <laughs> I know. I'm growing. Like, new people come into the gym and they do stuff that I can't even do. I'm I like, know. you are not allowed to be able to do yeah. that yet. That happens. Yeah. That is not. You know, no. When yeah. you're in, then you can. Yeah. You're not allowed. You've not paid your dues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for you, but I'm also right. really irritated. <laughs> totally. I mean, good job, but yeah, no but way. No. You need to go. Right. As far as coaching goes, like what have you seen, especially with females that come to the mm-hmm. gym? Being a female coach is different. Yeah. When you're working with females, I feel like they have, it's a comfort level too, right. because it can be so intimidating. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and one other girl, they're the only two female coaches. And we have a lot of classes at Sunitas. Yeah, Sunitas is a pretty big gym. Yeah. it's We have from 5.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. at night. I think we have like 12... 13 classes How many members do you guys have uh just over 300 now oh wow okay. yeah so it's that's kind of yeah it's taken off quite a bit yeah. um but yeah they i often get a lot of women coming up to me just saying how nice it is to you know certain movements it's a lot harder mm-hmm. for a guy to explain it to a female totally. than a female just because i mean their anatomy is not the same yeah. um so there is a lot of comfort i think with them having someone that they can relate to a little bit more mm-hmm. that's saying i was oh we were doing 163 mm-hmm. I did the noon class and coach Mike was coaching and he was like you know keep the bar close to your body he's like try to pretend like you're painting a stripe up your belly and he like looked at me he's like Claire you can take that coaching cue and use it and I was like if I tell women to do that they're gonna just knock their boobs out yeah. of the water like exactly like, you could not <laughs> I was like I'm yep. not gonna because they're just be like okay and I yep. kind of like made a joke about that and he was like what do you mean and I was like just never mind yeah just let it happen just yeah <laughs> oh, yeah so funny there's a lot of stuff too where some of the guys the coaches there they'll be like just just do this or yeah pull harder or turn over the top and it's like, like it's, i don't understand why scorpions hurt you i'm like right i'm yeah, crushing exactly. my boobs yeah like, like my is I, call it the mammogram yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's i've never that's totally accurate though <laughs> yeah. when i was 
that's how Bridget Kelvey, she wanted the athletes. But I'd be like, all right, we're going to do 10 scorpions. She'd be like, you mean 10 mammograms? That's awesome. And so now I just call them. I'm going to use that. <laughs> not comfortable. It's not comfortable. No, it's not. A- but I think that's true that like, especially even if it's not a move that is physically different for mm-hmm. a man and a woman, it's different to have a female coach explain it to you. Right. Because I've, there's just something about feeling like, okay, you have a better idea of like what my body's trying to do here. You have a better idea of my strength to right. weight ratio. You, you know, like if a, we always joke about the, the cue I got from coach Mike trying my, trying a, um, to peer my deadlift one time, yep. which was just pull harder. Yeah. And it's like, like okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yes. Technically that is what I need to do, <laughs> but that's really not helpful. Right. But for guys, a lot of times you're like, it can seem that straightforward of like, we'll just do this. But like right. for it to have a female come up and be like, all right, I, I kind of get it. Right. Like I see right. kind of where you're coming from in your body mechanics. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's helpful for yeah. them to hear that. It'd be reassuring too. So, what do you? What's your training schedule like in addition to coaching? We follow all the coaches. Follow the main programming at our gym. Um, my fiance is actually the head coach at the gym, so he does oh, cool. all our programming. Um, so we do like I'll do a main class. I try to work out in the morning, but it just it kind of changes every day. And then we have some extra competitor stuff, which is usually takes about 45 minutes. It's just some accessory work or Mm -hmm. some extra conditioning. So I train about an hour and a half, maybe two hours a day, Mm -hmm. but then have two specific rest days. I usually take Thursday off um, and then Sunday as well. Are you guys doing uh, engagement photos or have you done engagement photos? We did them already and we didn't do them in the gym. So many, I know. I was like, I was like, I was like, I don't want to say it. I don't want to judge you, but if you even do that barbell squat kissing photo, I will murder murder someone if i try to do that picture so yeah and i think we didn't want to do it too specifically because so much of our life is in the gym yeah Yeah. and we're like okay we need to make sure like we still have a life outside of the gym so we're like we're not even not even going there if i see one more overhead squat (laughs) kissing photo i'm gonna murder like how is that no no i meant like i will murder someone if i try to do that photo because i'll drop a barbell on them right no i just don't have like the mobility for that picture i don't understand it i don't understand the photo i don't either like how is that appealing it's, joy. it's just a joyful moment in the bottom of your overhead squat you and they're just gonna make out with you your love. right yeah it's, it's, it's like a tempo squat like the <sighs> most loving tempo squat ever <laughs> it's yeah it's my bad. favorite one is like the chin over the bar no nope. you're like oh on the opposite no. side uh-uh. or yeah yeah or when you're smiling each other chin over the bar yeah. like no one get a room that. if there was did one that. i saw it was like they were on two separate ropes Mm-hmm. Like, and then they were like, came together and were giving each other a kiss <laughs> on the ropes. And I'm just like, what? Wow. I don't that know. That probably took like some coordination. How would you get over there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember some, I saw somebody's. Tarzan. They, they, I think it's like, they almost like the stop by the gym is an afterthought. So they were in their like engagement oh, photo. No. Like, close, and then they were doing like pull-ups. I was like, this looks no, so weird. No. Like so in jeans. Weird. Yeah. In, yeah. Like, that's a sweater bad. and like, a scarf and jeans. And she's like on the pull-up rig. And I was, no. Like, this is so awkward. Ugh. That's like yeah. the people you see in Walmart, Tumblr, or something yeah. like that. Where it's just like, what? Right. Yeah. What is happening? CrossFitnessInStreetClothes.com. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You should start yeah. that. <laughs> so awkward. Oh my gosh. Just that's amazing. Tight jeans and sweaters mm-hmm. that don't fit. Is it hard being like having a partner that's like in the gym all the time with you? Because yeah, we okay. always talk about how we're just like uh, yes. mirror checks. We have to like that's yeah. our time. Totally. No, that's actually one thing that we talk about a little bit um like i'm i think i'm a pretty independent person where i'm like okay i've saw you at the gym for five yeah. hours like don't come near me for like the next five and then we'll be good yeah yeah exactly so tonight at 10 p.m exactly so luckily i mean it's the classes are always busy and so it's not like we're 
Right, hanging out. You know, hanging out at the gym, doing that. (laughs) Hanging out in the ropes, kissing. Yeah, Yeah, you know? (laughs) And we actually worked together at California Beats Kitchen. Um, So we're used to working with each other. So it's we're able to keep it very professional. Um, But yeah, that is actually one thing that we kind of struggle with sometimes is making sure that we give each other enough time away from each other. Yeah. So we don't get sick of Where each other. Go, oh, sh- they're over there she making left. a break. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Taking our pictures. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Swinging on the ropes. <laughs> you mentioned an old coach that got upset when people wouldn't set goals or spend mm-hmm. extra time working on their technique. You said, I come from a point of view that people are doing CrossFit for all sorts of different reasons. Some people, it's social hours. Some people really want to yep. excel the sport. What your mentality is around mm-hmm. goals, too, of like... yeah. I think there's sometimes a pressure of like, you need to do this or you need right. to do that. And some people really do treat it like I, Julie Bowers talked about this before yep. where she used to be really at the competitive level. Yeah. And now coaches will be like, you need to do a heavier weight. And she's right. like, I've, my goals have changed. Right. So back off. Yep. Right. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's kind of hard, especially in a CrossFit class setting. Um, you know, the coaches are always there, obviously helping you out with form and they're there to push you. But I think sometimes especially with newer athletes, if you don't know their goals, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you can, you know, maybe push them to do stuff that they don't want to do. Um, there's plenty of people that come to our gym. We actually have a lot of moms at our gym. It's kind of skewed probably about 70% females and older females at our gym. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of a weird, weird ratio that we have. Um, but a lot of them, you know, are just there to come and hang out and yeah. chat with house. their friends for an hour. Yeah, yeah. and get a good sweat. I mean, adults. Exactly. <laughs> Leave their children. We have yeah. childcare too, which is kind of a unique uh, thing in our awesome. gym. We have that's about awesome. six hours of childcare. So, um, hey, I need to go to that. <laughs> come check it out. <laughs> Seriously. And, but yeah, it's. I think it's important to know your athletes on that personal level to be able to help them to reach whatever goal they're there for. Right. Um, not everybody's trying to go to regional. Exactly. Someone. Some people in there could care less if they ever get a pull up. You know that sort of thing. And some people, that's yeah. their one goal, and then. Once they get that, they're going to set another goal and you're going to help them to get that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just important to know your athletes at a at a good level. Yeah. What's your personal, like, how do you set goals? How do you mm-hmm. look at that? I like writing all my workouts down. I use Spotify, but I feel like when I actually write it down and have a notebook, it's just it feels easier. a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, it's easier for me to look back on all that sort of stuff. Um, so I like to look at places where I was at two months ago, three months ago and kind of be like, okay, that's that weight felt good then I'm gonna you know try to add five pounds Mm -hmm. to that in three months or so so I don't really do a lot of longer term goal setting it's a lot shorter Mm -hmm. type stuff like I want to link seven muscle ups by you know two months from now that sort of thing um not like in two years I want to go to the game right exactly Do you have a goal to go to regionals? We are trying to get a team this year. Yeah. So we think that it would be really fun. And I just think a team environment at regionals I, would be so I fun. I really think that if <laughs> so I were fun. to ever go to regionals or go to the games, mm-hmm. which I mean, just... Come on, Claire. Dream big. <laughs> yeah, dream really, really big. Uh, I see the, regionals in your future. It would be so fun to go on a team. I actually just listened to your guys' last yeah. episode and I was <laughs> laughing. I was like, that's great. I mean, you know. Coach Mike is really this. I feel like the only way that I would be motivated to try to get to that level would be because I think being on a team at regionals right. would be so fun. Yeah. Like you see, I mean, we have a couple of friends who have been on teams that have gone to regionals and they their pictures they post and like yep. it just all looks like so much. It's basically so fun. just yeah. like cross it land. Yep. Except you get to actually be like a part of. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. get all the free no stuff. at regionals you don't get that much free stuff right really i think you get like Probably a like t-shirt a sticker yeah mm-hmm. i competed it's like the i <laughs> voted <laughs> yeah i competed a little face of dave Castro. yeah exactly uh. thumbs up 
His hair yeah, blowing in the wind. Versace. Did you see that post that yeah. everything he wore was Versace? No. You didn't? Oh, gross. And it was so, like, he's probably the first person to do to a do bar muscle up in Versace. In Versace. For a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Lord. and it was on his Insta- Instagram. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like all Versace. I'm like, of course he had all Versace. What a guy! What a guy! Yeah, <laughs> Dave Castro. How, this is a dumb question. How do they get a team together to do to go to regionals? Do you each have to qualify individually? No. So you register a team um, at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So and then you put all the names on it. You can have like over a hundred people contributing to your team. Oh. Uh, but it only pulls the top three scores for each workout. Um, um, so the top three scoring people on each workout contribute mm-hmm. to the team score. Okay. Um, and then for our region, it's the 15, the top 15 teams go. Um, so it's kind of hard to and tell then- too, because there's a lot of people on teams now that'll probably go individual like Camille, sure. um, stuff like that. So their score will actually get pulled from the team score. I see. Um, so cause- you kind of don't know until so if later. So if your team, which is made up of, let's mm-hmm. say, you know, 50 people right. gets the you know gets the high enough score how do you choose who goes right is it just any of those 50 that you get to pick yeah so it's basically yeah if anyone anyone that was technically signed up for the team is allowed to go yeah Yeah. eligible um so it's kind of more just a coaching decision then or you know who who is that common to like scored top three is that common to sign up a crap ton of people and then call like way later on in the process um i'm not sure i'm sure a lot of gyms probably you know, going into the open season, they're like, okay, we have these eight athletes that we're going to train for a team, that sort of thing. I know a couple of people get coaches specifically for training a team. Um, So I'm sure it's probably 50-50 about Probably not. Yeah. I never knew that. I was like, how do they get teams together? I thought it was a little bit more specific than that. I knew it wasn't like each individual had to qualify. Yeah. But I thought it was like you had to have your team and like you all had to get a certain number, like certain amount of scores. Right. And I think I was reading somewhere that the reason that they, because it's like uh, with Camille, she's obviously going to go individual. Yeah. If she makes it, you know, Mm -hmm. which she will. Yeah. And so the reason that they register even the top people is that for some reason, if they didn't make it to regionals they're yeah. still eligible you like know, lauren to go. fisher exactly. oh that's yeah, right she, exactly. she didn't make it out of regionals and so mm-hmm. she went on the as team. a team yep, so she was still oh. able to go to the games on a team because she was registered in the open for the team oh, oh. so even though they pull tricky. your score you aren't yep interesting exactly I that's kind of no, cool actually yeah, yeah. i kind of liked that she went on the team i did too me yeah, too i like her her, yeah, I her, her ponytail, ponytail. <laughs> Alyssa kind of has a rival ponytail i'm really jealous of Alyssa's hair color by the way <laughs> actually need to color it i feel like it's a little do you color it i used to and now I i'm feel just like letting like it David, grow. I see this is the color that i want I don't <laughs> is that is that your natural hair color see this, this is the color i'm gonna like pull oh her ponytail goodness. over my head <laughs> seriously every time i see you out and about like a, i think i saw you at turkey challenge uh-huh, and i'm yeah, always yeah. like i want her hair That's color funny good it's good to know wait is that my na- hair but really is that natural it is. yeah it is i, I hate, used to do I like you. bleached bleach blonde yeah and then no this is like perfect yeah, i had red hair once too it's, no i don't think it's my you have color. like the most perfect <laughs> <better> on Claire. <laughs> Perfect hair color. Thanks. That's, this is the hair color that yeah, I want. Yeah, we'll take a picture of you, you with her. We can, you can take it to your. You can take it to your lady. Clip it. Yeah. Yeah. Put a little piece off for yeah, you. Yeah. Carry it around in the locket. So it's not weird. <laughs> it's not creepy at all. At the turkey challenge, did you win? I got third. That's that, awesome. Yeah. yeah. She like totally, yeah, totally. just you know <laughs> kicked some ass. I have a sweet scar though from it. Oh, from that last wow. rope climb. Oh, oh look at that thing. my Gnarly. gosh! But luckily, one of our members is a plastic surgeon, so he gave me 
The best scar cream ever. So no way. That's amazing. Of course, Boulder. I know, right? That's yeah. actually one thing that's super interesting, too, about CrossFit. You've had plastic like surgery? No. You get, exactly. <laughs> Can't you tell? No, All the um, members, they do everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like we have surgeons and, you know, well, yeah. plastic surgeons and neurosurgeons. And it's like, yeah. you have no idea. Like, you look at a class and it's like, yeah. all you guys are all these amazing things outside of this gym yeah yeah cool. and you're all it's very the great equalizer mm-hmm. pain Pulling exactly knowledge <laughs> suffering it's like whenever bob comes in we have a guy who works at our gym who like owns this huge oil and gas company and he oh is crazy he like ha- has a private jet that he goes and what? visits his like 30 year old girlfriend in miami mm-hmm. that's like, and, and you work out with him and all and like you would never know because he's wearing right. like kmart sweatpants right. yep. and like <laughs> complaining about how much he hates burpees yeah, yeah. it's like that's everyone yeah. mm-hmm. that's and awesome. then he like drives away and is like hundred thousand dollar car he has like a new car every week yeah yeah i'm like oh where's that oh it's bob's oh he got a new oh, car yeah the other day i was sitting in the lounge and he walked in and i didn't know he, he walked in and i was sitting there with um miles and it was during the open and i was like is somebody smoking a cigarette and he goes no bob just walked in <laughs> oh like, my gosh oh. he's a little okay okay is someone smoking oh, okay. a he just came from the cigar <laughs> yeah. lounge yeah he Bob's. literally yeah right he like forgot to take off a smoking jacket that's anyway <laughs> Oh, that's that's awesome. so good. What? So let's talk a little bit really quick about the open. Do you feel like there's going to be any specific movements coming up in the next two weeks? Oh. I'm so excited that I'm kind of excited for this know. to be over. I am too. I like it makes people crazy. It does. And Cray. It's, it makes everybody a little crazy. But I'm just surprised we haven't seen like box jumps, rowing, yeah. wall balls, thrusters, which kind of scares me because yeah. it's all coming. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Can you imagine right. a chipper with all those things? Right? I actually would love chippers. So I would love a chipper. Me. Yeah. But nope. I, I could see them. <laughs> nope. Not for me. The, I think it was 15-4 or 5, the rowing thruster one. Yeah. I mm-hmm. have a really bad feeling that that's coming back. That's really yeah. Just because, I mean, we haven't done those two movements. And yeah. So it was rowing for calories? Combo. Yeah. And thrust. Was it and the then, 27? Or no, no. That was the first right. one. Yeah. Oh, that was 14-5 where everybody yeah. died. <laughs> yeah. Which I still maintain was harder than giving birth. <laughs> Doing that workout. That's... Well, good. I've done that. Yeah. So you need to go. No epidurals for the CrossFit Open. Oh. Um, that would yeah, be Yeah, it was nice. 15-5, wasn't it? Yeah, the yeah. one that was it was rowing for calories and thrusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So yeah. maybe you're. How about you guys? Even I just know for sure thrusters. I don't yeah. know like the format. Like even this week yeah. totally surprised me. Me too. Where, I mean, in the announcement was hilarious where he like just starts like loading the bar up. I was like, okay, this is taking way it too long. Can you just tell us what it is? Can you just get yeah. on with it the show? Did you see all the funny? <laughs> did you see all the funny memes that came out the next yeah, day? Yeah. It was like about him not being able to breathe and stuff. I like the one of just like the big beefcake guy that was just like. <gasps> <laughs> Did you see the one where it was like when you've been practicting ring muscle ups all year? Yes. Dave Castro has bar muscle ups. <laughs> what was it? What's that guy's? Um, what is that guy's the name? The comedian. What's yeah. his name? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Why am I totally forgetting his yep. name right now? No, but you guys from the hangover over that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Him. His name. And yeah, he's like choking back tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so great. <laughs> oh my goodness. But uh, that is how everybody felt. It was yeah. like everyone was like, "Are you serious?" I know. I've been working on spring. Mu- I mean, I haven't, but like everyone has been working yeah. on muscle ups all year. There were a lot of people that were a little upset about that. Yeah. Gym, I know. Did you like 16-3? I liked it. It it hurt my forearms a lot more than I expected. Yeah, uh, the grip. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't as like cardio as intensive as I thought it would be. 
Um, it was a little Fran like though. It's like yeah. right after you feel terrible, and then five minutes you're like, oh. Eh. And yeah. then like, but then like later that night you're like, why are my lungs bleeding? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and my biceps were sore. Yeah. And yeah. Are you gonna redo it? Weird. I'm not sure. It. I'm kind of gonna wait and see how the scores sure. are. Yeah. So we kind of just gauge for our the, team score. Yeah, this is like <laughs> the perfect example of why you would redo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you're at that top level and you're you, you're very close like to a couple like, of reps make a big difference to yeah. make a big difference yeah. to go to regionals. Then yeah. so you because I I kind of was snarky with someone on Facebook <laughs> recently on our Facebook page. It was like, um, you know, how do you feel about redos or something? Right. Or, no, 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 no. It was like, how do you? do you enter your scores right away? Right, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like, why would I? Right. But you're a good example of why you wouldn't enter your score right. because you're like waiting to see where it Yeah. Went. And I mean, it but, is still silly that yeah. everyone but, waits around. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like, what if like at the end, like everyone's waiting to the very last minute. Right. right. Well, that's the problem is that that's what happens. You're exactly. just kind of gambling. Yep. Yeah, it is always, you never really know what's going to yeah, happen. It's so funny. It is. Refresh, and then with, refresh. Exactly. <laughs> and Damn I it. think it was yesterday or the day before the leaderboard page was down. Oh was no. Like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> you can't leaderboard like stock. But everyone was yeah, everyone was losing it. But I think I did when I redid 16-1, I got two reps better. And that was just yeah. like the worst cuz it's like that was a terrible workout and then it's like was it like, really worth right, it? Right, those you know? two extra so reps. It's, yeah. it's always hard. To, yeah. But. I already forgot what 16-2 was. Oh, the Tozbar. Tozbar cleans doubles. Mhm. Do you think they're going to do a max effort or not max effort? A max uh, lift. lift. I was kind of expecting that they would. I thought that was going to happen either last week or this week. Mm -hmm. But I I really don't want that to happen. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like that. I don't don't like when you're like pressured for time. Right. To lift. I don't know. I feel like because last year was the max clean and jerk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time they'd done that. Right. And I feel like they got a lot of flack for that of like, you know, you should. That's true. Because people were gaming and then. Yeah. Yeah. They were what? Get, they like doing the rest of the workout. Yeah. Where it was like, you know, a lot of people weren't doing their actual max effort and they could, in order to save up for mm-hmm. the actual wad oh. of the lift. And so it was just hard to gauge like if people were actually, you know, and they, and they said like, you know, we expect you, the standard for this movement is that you do give it a full max effort in right. the clean and jerk, but like, how can you tell if right. somebody actually does that? And so a lot of people were, were kind of finding out what they needed to get in the clean and jerk in order to remain competitive, but then uh. not really going full max effort in order to, that they would still be fresh for the wad. And so it didn't really like work out the way they wanted mm-hmm. it to. Or was it reversed? Was the workout first and then the it was lift? was the workout first. Right? No, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I then, think people and then were doing like the two around. reps. Yeah. Of the wad and then just oh, like Oh, okay. Sorry. No, you're right. And yeah. Then and like then doing the why I'm because it was two about. separate scores two scores but yeah. why would you i have no idea maybe if you're like i don't, I don't know. know that doesn't make sense to me but right. i but yeah people are so sneaky like <laughs> just trying to people work. are sneaky it is <laughs> oh it makes people crazy it, does. it makes people oh, crazy yeah i was talking to um uh, i'm like i don't want to out this person's gym so i was like <laughs> i was talking to someone at the at a different gym and it's just like they they have much more competitive right athletes cool. at that gym and it's just like i mean to a point where she's like i can't even talk about the open at my gym because everyone's just really? like competing competing like what'd wow. you get what'd you get and it's like oh my god we had somebody write us who was saying that she's a coach at her gym and she's not like a, a you know competitive athlete status right. but she coaches and she was coach she was judging somebody and 
she was counting her double unders and later on some other guy who th- this girl ended up beating this other guy and the mm-hmm. other guy got pissed about it oh, like they're not even like going to read you know, like these are not no. like regional athletes he just got pissed and so then he went to the head coach and was like i don't think yeah. that that other girl oh, judged her gosh. correctly so the be, I mean, like i think that there's some rule about having to like you know take those sorts of things seriously and so right. the, the head coach had to go to that girl and be like listen your athlete needs to redo this and of course the girl oh couldn't gosh. come in like that day so her score got docked 15 percent because some other guy was like yeah. pissed that he didn't win and so it was like clearly the only reason that this guy wouldn't have won is because he the, like the judge miscounted right. it's just like okay i get it i would maybe get get it if those two athletes were like competing for a spot on the team right like or against each other like it's a guy and a girl it's yeah. not even like exactly it's right. not even like it's not right. even the same he was just like how does uh. ego hurt oh she wrote us that and she was like i don't even know why i'm writing this to you like i don't even know what i expect you to say i just needed I just to like vent, tell like to you. validate yeah and i pretty much just wrote her back and was like yeah that just yeah. feels so ugh. yeah yeah but like why does it matter yeah yeah it brings out the bad side in a couple it totally people. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it well it's like the crazy but it's like the com- i think a lot of it too is like it's a competitive environment right for yeah. five weeks right and i think it really brings out like what competition does for you as a person like mm-hmm. it, like for me personally sometimes i'll be like man i just like what it brings up for me a lot of times and it happens every year at some point in the open even though i swear like every year i'm like i'm gonna be fine i'm not gonna like make a big deal of it that i feel like i work harder than sometimes what my performance reflects right where i'm like i work really hard like right. i should have got but in honestly i'm not losing sleep over it but like right. i do notice like that that comes up for me where i'm like man this really is something that like in a way it's kind of like nice to know that about yourself where it's like you get mm-hmm. inspired to like work harder but for what like sure you're not like i'm not gonna be competing anytime soon right but that to me is like oh it definitely kind of brings up for i think a lot of people like i don't know whether it be weakness or like competition with another person at the right. gym <laughs> But that is a thing that is frustrating where I'm like, I feel like I work harder. I yeah, work really hard and that, than, than the, what the yeah. score reflects. Or yeah, whatever. they almost judge their like worth as an athlete by right. the open. And yes. it's like by no means should you yes. measure your Entire, effort that you put in every day by yeah. one workout and in I the open. And I think that in a way... That like, is what is frustrating. Yeah. yeah. They, but shouldn't be. Well, I but know. I think <laughs> the open is, is like can be framed that way. People will say yep. like, oh, it's a really good way to like test how yeah. you're yes. doing and like see where you stand every year and come back to it. And it's like, it is one metric you can use yes. if you would like to. Thank you. But it yeah. is not like the end-all be-all nope. yeah. of the culmination of your year of crossing. Right. Yeah. yeah. We actually run into that sometimes. We do clean challenges at our gym a couple times a year. Mm. And we'll do the bod pod. And a lot of oh, people, yeah. I don't know how accurate that is, but sometimes we get like weird readings where this one guy in particular, he's like, he's got a six pack. Like he's obviously in yeah. shape and his first measurement to his second one after the clean challenge said he went up like three percent body fat and it's like that would probably be visible and yeah and no but you know people get really hung up on that and it's like if you feel good you know if you're looking good you feel confident like what does it matter yeah and so stuff like that similar to the open just kind of gets people in this weird headspace totally and i feel like that's also like you know we we talk a lot about black and white thinking Mm -hmm. and it's like if you give somebody a metric you need to really as you know that athlete you need to really realize like this is one piece of the puzzle this is a small piece of the puzzle i like and so many i mean we talk all the time about this like you are not a single number you are not a single workout Mm -hmm. you are not and it's just like people get so hung up of like so i i i only have you know oh, oh i couldn't get a bar muscle up that right. means that i'm not good at crossfit right. yeah that means right. that like i'm using totally. it's like, I'm worthless yeah it's like you are not your one bar muscle no, yeah none at all 
It's yeah. really hard. Yeah, that's to- I'm totally guilty of it. Like, yeah, I you, just you like were a little like after sixteen three. I was <laughs> mad. Well, because it was <laughs> like that like same little, thing. Yeah. I was like, I don't. I was, but it's stupid. Yeah. Like, and I realize it's stupid. But I'm like, you know what? I'm human. Like, this mm-hmm. is seriously something that yeah. like I'm struggling with, and I'll get over it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think if anything, it it just tells me a lot about myself. Of like, yeah. I mean, I felt bad afterwards because I was like, why am I beating myself up right. over this? Like. This is this one workout is not like reflective of yeah, exactly. like how hard I work, but exactly. it absolutely came up for me, and I was like, hmm, interesting. You get that's what you need to work on that joint, right? I know that um, happens to me hat. too. Therapy hat, <laughs> yeah. Therapy I, hat. I, I went home and journaled about it, and <laughs> I was like, you need to work Perfect. on this. This is what you need to figure it out. Um, vision board, yeah, totally. <laughs> But yeah, it's just, it's, it's like the worldwide competition where you mm-hmm. see where you stand. It's like the one time a year, all crossfitters come together and like do the same thing and right. everyone's posting their scores and that's a constant, constant comparison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we always talk about like how social media, Instagram, Facebook, everything is a constant comparison yeah. as it is. So in the CrossFit community, to the Gosh, in the CrossFit community, like, this is like just to the millionth degree yeah. of comparison where yeah. everybody's seeing what everyone else is doing and it's just like madness. Mm-hmm. I've been away almost started thinking about it. This is like going to be such a silly comparison. <laughs> but to like the growth charts they give me at the pediatrician for miles. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't know anything. You know, it's like, okay, he's in this percentile. Like, what is it? What does it what even does that mean? mean? And like, okay you know what who are these other like what is it based off yeah, of? what yeah. is it based off of like i don't know you know like if this is a, a sample of every baby in america like this reflects so many different things what does this mean to me yeah. that he's this point on <laughs> in this chart right and that's almost kind of how i started looking at the open of like everyone is in this like pool is so vastly different like what does it mean that you're yeah. this point in this chart yeah right it's weird yeah it is weird but people still get people get hung up on also on the growth charts so who knows that's really funny yeah, that's a know. good I analogy like, i was like that is a good comparison very <laughs> <laughs> right. well done claire <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. i'm a wordsmith what can i say and you started doing wag mm-hmm. recently yeah about four weeks did ago. you do it because we started it <laughs> you know you know you we're got like me we're yeah, like honey. the end all be all of all Clearly, knowledge yeah, about crossfit and diets well too. it's funny i actually got a lot of not like crap from people but some people were like well you don't need to lose weight why are you doing it? I was oh, like people yeah first of all I'm not doing it because I need to lose weight I actually did it because I didn't think I was eating enough mm-hmm. and I never really you don't know where you stand you don't yeah. know you under you don't understand nutrition at right. least for me it was like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right am I eating the right way for what exactly. I'm exactly and like eating enough and am I fueled enough to do my workouts you know because I'm training almost two hours a day like that sort of thing so for me it was a lot more of about you know learning about how many macros I do need to eat and I found out I wasn't eating enough um mm-hmm. when I did it so it's just super eye-opening and i mean it is fun to you know play tetris yeah. with the my tetris and you know tetris exactly yeah. um who's your coach it's melanie i haven't heard that name i have francesco catalano francesco. he's like a beast he's a beast that reminds me of francisco yeah <laughs> francisco. yeah he's a beast yeah i love it and i was actually kind of hesitant at first to do it because of my whole past of eating yeah disorder, that sort of thing but yeah how I have you found that that like it's been it's been fine i think if you're actually completely out of that mindset it's totally it's good for you but yeah. i've had a couple of friends actually do things similar to wag like rp where yeah they had the eating disorder passed and they kind of fell back into that so i mean yeah. i think it's definitely some people have to look out for it depending on where to. they are and yeah, yeah there were so many posted spectrum. in the group recently like hey has anybody else struggled with binging like mm-hmm. every day i, I look I at this and I think that, yeah. yeah every day yeah. i like say you know oh i'm gonna 
And then um, I just end up binging yeah, I'm or gonna, sabotaging. Right. I'm going to hit my numbers right. and then every day I end, up, I end up binging. Like, this has been a problem for me. What do people do? And I wanted to be like, right. they get help. You're right. Yeah. right. You need to go Where, talk yeah. to a therapist. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's, I mean, it's great, but people just have to kind of yeah. self, self-regulate self and self-totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's there's definitely a, a wide range of mm-hmm. people in that group. And oh, yeah. I don't think anything's good or bad. It's just that I see, at least for me in the background that I had of, I don't know, just like having issues with food. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this, whereas you, you might think, people might think, well, that seems restrictive or that right. seems like it's too rigid. And right. it is it has done the opposite for me where Same. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what I'm supposed to be eating. Yeah. No food's off limits. And you're not eating like crap because if you eat yeah. like crap, your macros are wasted by noon. Right. So you have to really be mindful of food and be respectful mm-hmm. of food. And I'm eating plenty of food. Right. <laughs> Some people are like, how do you eat 340 carbs a day? Right. And you're are, like, how do you I eat mean, less than 340 carbs? I know. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I have no I problem I savor feeling. every gram. <laughs> yeah. Right? And whenever I'm under on carbs, I text her. I'm like, okay, I have like 30 carbs left. What do I do? <laughs> oh. I'm like, 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 I'll take it. Yeah. yeah, I was like, you can... Yeah. yeah, I want them to like roll over. I wish yeah. they would roll over. Oh. oh my god! People like, have <laughs> people have said that in the group. They're yeah. like, yeah. If I like, can like, I save I? up all my fats mm-hmm. for like some? Or they're like, if, I, yeah. if yeah. I'm up late and it's past midnight, can I start my carbs for exactly. the next? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the yeah. hour cutoff? Is there yeah. a rule? I like when like the carriage turn back into the pumpkin? Yeah. I know I, mean, I would totally say about my macros and go get some is, nachos. Yeah. I've been craving nachos, but I'm like, I, I would get like three. Right. Yeah. yeah. So not I wouldn't it. be worth it. No. <laughs> so but that's what I love about it is it's, mm-hmm. it has educated me to respect food in a way where I'm like, oh, I feel really good about what I'm eating now. Yeah. Right. As opposed to kind of just like flying through blank space of just being like, I'm just going to eat like three pieces of pizza. Is this cool? Right. And, which is fine. Right. But, yeah. but like you don't, you just make rules up in your head. Whereas mm-hmm. like yeah. now I feel like I have a really solid template of what I'm supposed to be eating and it's, it's right. not at all restrictive it's like the complete it's done the complete yep. opposite for me where i feel empowered right by doing it and i feel much better like you me already too. feel don't you yep. feel a difference like and you feel like you have all the fuel you need yeah. when you're doing your workouts yep and i think if anything too it's kind of showed me what real like what real portions look like and yeah I think that's totally one of the things that <laughs> like I mean. claire and i have talked a lot about <laughs> yeah, that too like everyone could benefit from that it's like oh wow that's what six ounces of chicken actually looks like or you know six yeah ounces like oh that's pasta. what 10 grams of fat actually exactly means. yeah so it's i mean it's been kind of fun to be like oh wow because i mean even if i'm not it's like when i go out to eat i don't measure i know there's a lot of people that yeah. you know yeah, take I your don't. scale with them i'm not that no, type person yeah but it's nice because now you can kind of eyeball it's like okay like that's yeah. the right yes. amount i should be eating because i've made that at home and that's what that looks like yeah that sort of thing yeah and i think that that's what working against gravity wants us to do mm-hmm. i don't get the feel that they're like yeah everyone needs to bring a scale yeah, to unless dinner you're like right. trying like, to cut weight right. for a yeah or something in which case like maybe that's don't different. eat out for a couple of weeks depending on your goals yeah. like you know the first week i started working against gravity i uh was in, out of town right. traveling for the holidays it was, christmas. And it was week of christmas oh, and, like yeah. the weirdest week to start yep. but i didn't care <laughs> and um and, and the every time i write my coach about stuff and i've been pretty good about hitting my numbers mm-hmm. pretty consistently but still i'll have like some days where i'm like oh i just had to kind of guesstimate because we right. went out to dinner totally. and i'm not going to bring my food scale yeah. to the and table i'm not going to freak out about like, what they're cooking out. In and or, they just like yeah. kind of yeah. you just have like a loose idea and i like yeah. their rule of thumb which is like 
it's better to, to kind of guesstimate than just not yeah, right. track at all. So, right. I mean, that's where real life comes in. But I definitely yeah. see people in the group that are like freaking out yeah. over like, or oh like, my gosh. Or they like take a picture of me and be like, quick what guys, how think? many macros are these? And you're like, well, it's like people guess- who join the group and they're like, all right, I have 30 grams of protein, like 40 grams of carbs and 10 grams of fat. What can I eat? And it's like pretty much anything. Pretty much yeah, eat food. Yeah. Why are just you asking? eat some food. <laughs> just, yeah, just eat yeah. something. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I appreciate that people like really want to take control of their health, yeah, but I right. do see that the rigidity is just not for me yeah because i'm like that's not real life not Not real life no um chocolate and wine do you like oh love it but i actually (laughs) recently started this never used to happen and i start getting like really flushed when i drink wine and my hands like turn red and then last night of course i was like googling it and it was like you're gonna get cirrhosis and all this stuff i'm like i need to stop reading stuff on the internet yeah don't do dr google (laughs) dr google leads everything to like death yeah it's like next thing it's like everything you look up it's like you either have cancer you're depressed or you're you're pregnant exactly so (laughs) <laughs> it's probably all of the above for yeah. this, but nearly. Who was the girl on uh, Willy Wonka that turned blue? Violet Beauregard. Yeah. Is it like Violet Beauregard? <laughs> That's what I feel like. Yeah. And so I don't know if it's just red wine because i think it happens more with red wine yeah. i don't know that tannin i feel like that happens to people who are like more. fair like fair yeah, skin and, that and like you get flushed that or whatever it's easier to get flushed with wine uh, it's yeah, a cruel joke tequila doesn't do it so maybe well there you go with tequila yeah. problem solved <laughs> darn <laughs> go to the rio right go oh to the rio that was the first time that i drank after i had miles and we went to the oh, rio gosh, and i had margaritas they're so strong they are and i had one margarita and i was like I can't. I'm done. I haven't drank in like a year. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. that's right. So, and I was like, I don't even like. I need to like go home and pump it up. Like, I don't even. I'm gonna get miles drunk <laughs> if I try to feed him. I was so worried about. it. I was like, well, I thought having one drink was gonna be fine, but I miscalculated the fact that I'm having a margarita yeah. in the Rio. <laughs> that's funny. Those are strong. They are strong. Oh, so they have a, they're delicious. Like three, a three yeah. limit. Three limit. Three margarita limit. Have you ever been there? Yes. I'm just trying. I'm thinking of when I would go there yeah. in grad school and yeah. like three. I'm like, I couldn't even handle one no, now. No, one was fine. I get the mini ones now. Ugh. That was a good idea. Yeah. Adorbs and Reminds me of when uh, we drank at the last podcast episode. Oh, that was so funny. We I just thought to- we always joke about it. I was talking to Mike yesterday and he was like, yeah, I didn't sleep very well last night. Oh, I, no. I don't I don't sleep very well when I drink. And I'm like, you drove home, Mike. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Shh, don't and I was like, how much? I'm like, we finished. It was like a one bottle of wine that we didn't even finish. We didn't even right? finish. Three people. Between, yeah. It was That's enough funny. for you to not yeah, sleep Yeah, seriously, Mike. And he was like, good. yeah. And he was like, and, you know, he was like, you know, obviously I was fine to drive. But yeah. it was just one of those things where I had like just the mm-hmm. exact amount where it kept me awake. And I was like. Uncomfortable. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. He woke up at like 3.30 in the morning. Oh, my gosh. Sweating. Oh, lightweight. Yeah, it really was three people. It was less than a, it was like a half a bottle of wine between three people. Three people. funny. Isn't that funny? And we were all just like goofballs because, especially being on WAG, I'm like, I don't really drink that much these days. So like one glass of wine, I'm like, yep. Hello. Yep. (laughs) Party people. (laughs) Yeah, you guys are pretty funny. Cheap date now. Cheap date. It's good times. All right. Well, let's wrap up. Anything else? uh, Last minute thoughts of life or uh, don't let the open make you crazy. (laughs) Two more weeks, guys. You can do it. Uh, I apologize in advance for. I should get a shirt that says "I apologize for any." I apologize in advance for anything I said. Well, during the open. open. That's perfect. Yeah, I'm sorry for the things I said while I was working out during the open. So dumb. (laughs) It's so dumb, but it's not because it's important to us. Yes, let's Let's go with that. Let's just go with that. (laughs) 
Uh, Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us this week. I hope you had a good time. I hope it was everything you wanted and more. It was. It was. (laughs) Just everything. Your expectations of us. Hopefully you still like us. Um, Remember, guys, you can check out thefedex.com and enter GGW for the discount at checkout. So that's 15% off your order. Um, Go check it out. Customize your own box. Make your own stuff. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. You guys can customize your box and let us know, like, this is, like, the Britney box. And then we'll go back and be like, oh, I want to get the Britney box. I want to get the Britney box. But I think... There's no wine. I want to know... (laughs) You know... Well, you should work on that. Does it come with a... That's the next step. Does it come with a a head shaver? Um, Have we we talked about our billion-dollar wine idea yet on the yeah, podcast? I don't think so. Um, so Joy and I have a million dollar idea. We do. No one can steal it, by the way. This is trademark, copyright. Hashtag, yep. hashtag, hashtag trademark, trademark. Trademark. Copyright. Yes. Mom Sandy. <laughs> Mom Sandy's on it. Yeah. Um, Claire and Joy. Do you want to do a subscription van? box where you send every month a box of tampons and a bottle of wine? Yeah. Oh my God. Wouldn't that's totally brilliant. sign up for that? Yeah, I would because, totally sign up for that. And then we'd like curate, every, we'd curate some other like goodies best. where you get things every single month. But it's so like, that you, time so of the like month, if you know, like the day you're gonna start your period, you like that's the day you get a delivery, yes. and then you show up at home and you're like, oh, I feel like shit. Yeah, look, I don't even have to go to the store. Oh yeah, my God. totally. And this bottle, I would of wine. You have so many. Not even right. kidding. I mean, that million dollar idea. Handwritten notes. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be million dollar idea. That's that's our next thing. All right, you guys. So uh, listeners out there, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on all of social media. Write Please us a review. write us a review on iTunes. That helps us grow the community by letting other people know what you think of the podcast. And it bumps us up in the charts. So please go to iTunes, write us a review. Just a note, once you write a review, it takes like a few days for it to appear. Yeah, so That's normal. Panic. So don't panic. Some people will be like, I wrote a review and it didn't show up. I'm like, it's okay. It's fine. It's so, in the ethers. Uh, it's on its way. Yeah. So good luck this week with the open. This Let's see. Actually, this will this will release at its normal time yes people have been kind of you know upset about that so by the time you're listening to this good luck on the open this week and we will see you next time Bye. bye